wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you I can kick it off here Yeah, you can kick it Yeah, I can kick it So uh, last week, this weekend here is uh, the five-year anniversary Since we were at Lollapalooza together back in 2008 so uh, I, I relived some of the moments. I wanted to go back, but I couldn't get down. So I watched uh, the webcast live streaming of some of the concerts. It was pretty sweet. So you can, but, kick you, know, it, you can kick it, but you can't get down. No, I can't get down there. So I was thinking, you know, since we, we didn't go together, we still got another opportunity for a five-year anniversary uh, concert reunion. And that's coming up this weekend. Oh, yeah? Somewhere in Iowa or Illinois. And it is the 2013 Gathering of the Juggalos. The Insane Clown Posse Festival of Awesomeness. Well, we all know about Juggalos. But how familiar are you with the gathering? Pretty. I had some students when I used to teach high school that were Juggalos. Yeah, and they, they always used, talked they about used the to gathering. Write, they used to write papers about being a Juggalo <laughs> and what it meant to them. And Nice. They were also incredibly terrible racist people, but <laughs> they didn't get that part of the message, apparently. So. Okay, okay. Since this is being a juggalo all about loving you no matter what you are. Yeah, it's you know, it's all about family. You, yeah, you know, you, you may be a, a outsider in regular society, but together with the juggalo family at the gathering, it's all good. It doesn't matter what you are, you can you'll fit in. You wanna wear clown makeup, it's all good. You wanna That's huff a hundred cans of uh drugs, it's all good. If you wanna put on your furry uh, costume and go there, Brent, you can. I don't know if they go that far. I'm sure. I I'm bet sure. you. I'm sure I'm still, I still suspect you of that now, Brent, because I didn't know what that was until you told me. And that just <laughs> seems like something you can't stumble across. But how would you even get into that? if you were Into furries or jugglers? Oh, furries. How would you even know you were into that? Oh, because you grew up attracted to Sonic the Hedgehog and his sidekick tails. Is that really like a lot of people's first like yeah. love interest? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bubsy. I had a, yeah. I had a girlfriend group. Ah, and that's Sonic. Sonic's like yeah. the furry lord. There was a Sonic game where Sega really went bad. Where he crossed over into the real world. Yeah, and he made up so with I some princess I think he had a or something. I think he had a girlfriend. Yeah, she was human, and that made yeah. a lot of people mad. Oh, that's not everyone though. Because they like to see furry on furry action, and here's this human chick messing everything up. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the start of it, but. Oh, see, I thought that's what got them going. I got their perversions. Mm-hmm. They even knew such a perversion could exist. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is possible. It's been going on a lot. I'm next. It's been going on longer than that. Oh, yeah, much longer. Probably back to at least Robin Hood cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that would, yeah. Or Legend. Legend. There's a lot of furry people in that, if okay. I remember correctly. Hmm. Anyways, back to the jugglos here. Let's. I want to go over some of the acts and see. I want you to keep track of how many bands you guys know. Okay. So first we got anybody killer. <laughs> now here's my favorite. He'll kill. Big, fuck. He'll kill anybody. <laughs> anybody killer. I'll kill anybody. I don't care. Yeah. And the other guys, big hoodoo blaze. Yeah, dead homie. And, uh, that's it, one name? That's one name. Big Hoodoo Blaze, you're dead, homie. Big Hoodoo Blaze, you're dead, homie. Now, I, I had to look this guy up for a little more information. And his stage persona is that of a reincarnated gang member 
killed in the late 1980s, and his lyrics derive from the hip-hop styles of rap and horrorcore. It's not hardcore, it's horrorcore. Now, horrorcore is like popularizing horror lyrics into your rap, and it was popularized by Wait, two did bands. Wait, you say horror? <laughs> horrorcore? <laughs> or whores. Are we talking about whores? Horror. Like, horror. You know, like Friday the 13th movies. Wait, not, not it was the horror. house of whores, <laughs> now it's the house of horror. <laughs> CC Deville yeah, I thought you were talking. Ab- I thought you were talking about Warcraft or something about Horde. No, Horde. Like, Hordus okay. from Halloween. Slime Horde. Pit. Hordak. Anyways, two bands popularized this whole core: Flatliners with a Z and Grave Diggas with a Z. There's a lot of Z's here in these band names. <laughs> a lot Anyways, of there's, there's Boon- Boondocks, Dark Lotus. Legs Diamond and the Purple Gang, Psychopathic Riders. I think Legs Diamond Twisted. and the Purple Gang. That sounds like a good band. Yeah. What are they? It, what's their style? Oh, uh, horrorcore probably. Oh, more horrorcore. No, is this like hors d'oeuvres? <laughs> okay, keep going. Maybe. Yeah, and then we got Zug Is Land, and then I start getting into some bands I actually like. Recognize. Zug Island, like Thug Island. Yeah, I guess so. But Zug Is Land, yeah. Zug Island, yeah. Cottonmouth Kings, who uh, po- got popular from just talking about smoking weed a lot. And Seven that's Dust. That's original. <laughs> Vanilla Ice is the big guest of honor. That's awesome. Tech He's, Nine. He finally has friends. Before. Took him a long time, but he found a gathering where they would love him and accept him, <laughs> even if you are Vanilla Ice. <laughs> yeah. Swollen members, just because they're Canadian. And uh, brother, brother Lynch hung misery, Wolfpack, bizarre kung fu vampire, blowfly, little white, haystack, and Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Charlie Murphy, what? From Chappelle's show. Don't you remember? I'm Rick James. Yeah, I know. I just what does, what is he doing? Stand up. Yeah, he's doing some stand up. Oh, I thought he had a band. Or is it just no, a band no, called Charlie he's just Murphy? Doing stand up. Could you start a band called Eddie Murphy <laughs> and then play somewhere and say, I'm Eddie, like playing tonight, Eddie Murphy, like sell tickets for Eddie Murphy. And then nobody knows. And that's a pretty good a idea. Call that, like, you can make a lot of money. Who'd you call yourself? Prince William. <laughs> <laughs> Done. So what else? What, what, what activities can I partake in? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Well, we got Kuma's Blacklight Blowout, Rude Boy's Old School Juggalo Jam. Oh, that's where I'd be. Yeah, Old School Juggalo. You know, ICP from the 90s. Then we have DJ Clay's Horny Nuts and Big Butts Party. Mike E. Clark's Frothy (laughs) Murder Mix Foam Party. Nice. Violent J's Beach Boys Barbecue Blowout Bash Blast. Ladies Oil Wrestling Tattoo Contest. Wet T-shirt contest, Miss Miss Juggalo pageant, costume contest, Miss Juggalo pageant. Yep. Flow I want to see. Battle. I'm searching right now for former Miss Juggalos. <laughs> it must be like full makeup and full garb, you know. Is it Miss? Uh, Miss. 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 M I S S. Jug. How do you spell Juggalo? J O. No, J U G G A L O. Miss Juggalo 2011. Let's see her. Oh, 
Oh, wow. I've just seen things that I can't take back. <laughs> no, I'm not oh. going to find her, and we're not going to talk about her. We're not going to post her on the blog? Okay. No. And I'd suggest so. nobody else search Google Images for Miss Chuckalo. Because <laughs> there's a lot of things. There's some nice things, and there's some not so nice things. Now, um, my favorite part is something that my father-in-law might be interested in. Two Tough Tonys Fishing Tournament. On Lake Hepatitis in Texas Hold'em. So everyone could fit in. I know. I just love how it's all like, you know, the hardcore stuff ever. They're just, oh yeah, there's a fishing tournament. <laughs> just, you know, just go sail out there on your boat. I wonder how many like drowning zeer they have. None, man. So you'd, so yeah, so Carter, you'd go there with your dad and leave early. Leave maybe before do some poker. But then he'd take off before Charlie Murphy. <laughs> I'll go with my uh, father-in-law and my real father. Hmm. Then we could, you know, go play poker. Then take Just all the boys. Murphy. All the boys. Yeah. Hey, guys, let's go to Ohio for a weekend. <laughs> Iowa. Get it. Ohio would is? be nice. Is there like a Bill Nye magnets? How do they work presentation? <laughs> The big uh, San Diego Comic Con was uh, just recently, and uh, some new interesting comic series came up. The continuation of TV shows that have since been canceled. Now I know Trevor's been reading Buffy. the Buffy the Vampire Slayer one, yeah, but you know that's uh, that was made for nerds. It's kind of a nerd show. It sort of fits oh. in with the comic book, uh, you know, demographic. Well, I like the ones that they're bringing out here. My Amy Vice comic series, Knight Rider. Well, Airwolf. this is just getting pathetic. Punky Brewster. Transformers. No, no. Transformers is already a comic, you idiot. It's just such crap. And here's the best one. Saved by the Bell, the comic series. So pathetic. What, you wouldn't, get, you wouldn't want to see what Slater and uh, Zach are up to these days? Just make new stuff. Like a new TV show about... Just make a new comic book. Is there? Is, does anybody make a new comic book anymore? Oh yeah, all the time. Okay, name me a new comic book. I want to oh. find a new comic book to like. It's not anybody from any other comic book ever. Yeah, there's tons. Okay, uh, give me one. The Wake is one I have on my list right here to buy. And Brent, that's his name. He's called The Wake. No, it's not like a hero or something. Saga I want a new a superhero. Oh, while well, you're talking superheroes, that's all oh. the comic books should be. No. Otherwise, they should be graphic novels. <laughs> graphic novels are just for people who read comics who are trying to be cool. They still get released. A graphic novel is after six months of a comic and six issues, then they're just collected and they sell sold at bookstores. So, is, comics are there first. any new superheroes? Yeah, but this is a, this is a bigger issue that creators don't really want to create new like Marvel superheroes because then they don't own the rights to it. You know, it's kind of a work for hire system. This is getting way too deep for the wisdom. Is there anybody? Just, is there some guy that just says, "I'm making a new superhero"? Screw you yeah, guys. Yeah, there's independent stuff like, like uh, Johnny Gitch. No, he's this communist superhero in Russia in like the seventies. Oh, I what that one's That's called. all that you. If you're making a new no, comic book, it should just be it. a new superhero. Oh, you can reinvent the old one. No, it's over. And should. And what about what about comics like? Is there a thing? I know nothing about comics, as you can clearly yeah. tell. But is yeah. there like just two basic groups of 
like is it just Marvel and DC and that's everything in comics and then a couple little weird ones? Mm, well, those are the two mainstream superhero companies, but no, Image and Dark Horse and I've heard of, of Dark Horse. There. That's who does Buffy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's make yeah, a superhero then. Does, okay, let's talk this in Trevor terms. Dark Horse does Aliens versus Predator. Okay. Image got rich off Spawn, and then Walking Dead. But Image okay. has Saga and like, what's that Brubaker when he you're doesn't care right about Doc Carter? Come on. <laughs> what if, okay, we're making a new superhero. Well, that's what happened in the '90s, man. That's because like guys like Todd McFarlane got like you know we're making Spider drawing for Spider Man, and they realized, wait, I'm not making anything working for Marvel here. I'm going to start my own company. And now he's like super rich because he created Spawn. And with Image, it's work uh, creator owned. So what you create, you end up owning. And so if they make a movie, guess who gets rich? Yeah, but what about is it Spawn just a rip off of Spider Man? Oh, he's he's much. I think he's a lot more like Batman. He's, didn't he? He's didn't he is it he related to Spider Man though? No, no, completely different universe here. <laughs> oh, I thought they were like cousins or something. What do I know? The guy who created The Walking Dead has Invincible, where uh, this kid is a superhero, and it turns out his dad is like the galactic supervillain, and so there's a lot of family tension. Huh. That'd be an awkward breakfast. Yeah, a lot of there's a lot of scenes around the dinner table, I think. I've only read the first six issues. So we would have Lord Wisdom, Captain Wisdom. And then Joss Whedon did this one called uh, Runaways with uh, Brian K. Vaughn, where it's uh, supervillains' kids. And they run away from home when they realize their parents are supervillains. Mm-hmm. So that's a bunch of new heroes right there, you know. I'd like. I guess if we had one, his job would have to be. It would just make everything worse for everybody all the time. Our and superhero. He's still a hero. Yeah, he tries, but it's sort of dumb. Maybe over. That's what I'd like to see. Just a spoiled rich kid. Who buys a bunch of bulletproof tech or something? Johnny <laughs> Wise asks. No, this is Booster Gold. I guess, basic, I guess basically Batman. Do you read Booster Gold? He's like from the year like 2,500, all-star football player who's gambling on his games or something. So they're going to kick him out of the league. And he like goes to the museum, steals a bunch of equipment, jumps in a time machine and comes back to like the year 2012. And so he's this big soiled quarterback dude who's just an idiot, but pretty awesome at the same time. But he's a bad guy? No, he's a good guy. But why but he kind they... of ruins things for everybody, too, because he's pretty selfish. So he's a bad guy. No, he's a good guy. It's bad no, con- like, guy. I did, yeah. like, it's kind of a goofy concept, but this uh, art, a writer at DC, Jeff Johns, takes really bad characters and makes them awesome. Like Aquaman, like, the last three years has oh. been, like, amazing with Jeff Johns writing. No, we're not going any further with this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back to Saved by the Bell. If you were an actor like Slater, and you're just known so well for being that, if you're just totally typecasted for being someone like, you wouldn't want to be that if you were like Screech, like typecast as a nerd. But if you were Mr. Cool guy like Slater, and that wasn't really you and your day-to-day personality, after that show had run its course and you're not really finding work and you're just, you know, going about your day-to-day work, would you sort of incorporate... uh? elements from Slater's personality into your own would you become the, your character because that's what everyone wants you to be or would or would you sort of take yourself away from that what has Slater done I mean Mario 
you know, he's just been a host of TV shows and stuff, but he's still Slater. He's, he's like, still like Slater. acting Slater-ish, too. I know, I know. So I'm just saying, at some point, and like, I think Brent would be a good dance this. At some point, you just become the character, right? Because everyone likes the character and doesn't actually like you, right? Yeah, you either go Brando, where you just don't care about anything in the world anymore, and go and, like, <laughs> get put on 300 pounds and talk about, like, indigenous people <laughs> and just peace out. Or I think you just are like, I don't know, who's the saddest of the sad, you know? Like, there's got to be some people from, like, the Dukes of Hazard left that are still milking that or something, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think you have to embrace it, like, unless you actually have a real talent in the rest of your life. <laughs> unless you, by chance, have to be good at something else. Yeah, I'd say, I think Mario's done really well. Concerning, yeah. Considering, yeah, he's kept himself looking good. He was on Nip Tuck, right? Yeah, he did very well on Nip Tuck. Oh, I remember him on Nip Tuck. His job was to hang out in the shower and be hot. (laughs) What season was that? What? You don't remember Mario? No, not at all. I don't want to get too into it. Oh. Not going to give it away. Interesting. And yeah, he's done well. But what about Zach? What did Zach do? I think he got ugly. I don't know. <laughs> I think he got ugly. <laughs> <laughs> he had that cell phone, you know. He got it. He bought some cell phone stock. It was blowing up. Now he's just rich on a beach. Still on that cell phone. Yeah. Great reception. Did I ever tell you about my idea to get a, a Zach Morris cell phone? Yes. You talk about this all the time. <laughs> I know, you can buy this Zach Morris cell phone, total Motorola brick for 80 bucks, coming straight out of Taiwan. Now it's got a little bit of updates, it's got the LCD screen, so you can still get text, because you're not a caveman, bro. Carter, but, you, you know? talk about this all the time. <laughs> I know, it's this sweet This has though. been you on like five of our last eight podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Just buy the damn that. phone already and use it. Yeah, screw, throw up my iPhone. I want a backpack if I want to carry a phone around. Carter, around. you told me you might buy a Mac. You have an iPhone, Carter? I know. Uh, What's I, I, going I don't on? know. I'm, I can't, don't know whether to buy it now or uh, later when the 5S comes out. You know, honestly, why? So you're talking so about mad. your iPhone, but you don't actually own it yet. <sighs> yeah. This so is my I, iPhone that I don't <laughs> buy yet. Because my, uh, <laughs> my cell phone betrayed me. It doesn't really let me know when someone texts me or something. You have to check it. Like It doesn't really have a light flashing or make a noise. So like I like that Saturday. cell phone. Just to so, leave you alone. Yeah, so I checked my cell phone on Saturday afternoon and I got a text I got a text from Trevor the night before saying, Hey, I'm gonna watch our buddy Mike Angels wrestle. You down? And uh yes, I would be more down for that than anything. In the world. Anything in the world. And I totally missed out because my cell phone. So from right there I was like, That's it, I'm getting a real phone. That's actually a good reason. Screw this. Screw this. Mm-hmm. Anyways, back to a comic Do book. I want, no, back to wrestling. Trevor, I need help yep. with another life choice. Yep. Should I drive to take should I drive in to take Carter to SummerSlam at the big screen? Where's SummerSlam? Famous players. You guys you are going go. to SummerSlam? I'm asking you if I should. 
Well, the real SummerSlam's in Los Angeles, but our movie theater's playing the pay-per-view live. And me and Brent are going. What's the headline? The, the headline. Who's the headline match? Oh, there's, I think it's a dual main event. Well, this sounds promising. Is The Rock still wrestling? No, he, he wrestled like three times this year, but not tonight. Not this week. Mm-hmm. Huh, it's, I'm leaning towards no now. <laughs> um, well, who else is wrestling? Uh, we got Brock Lesnar versus CM Punk. Oh, uh, no. Then we got uh, John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. Oh, this is getting bad. Trevor, you, I don't think you'd say it'd be good unless Macho Man himself came out of the grave. <laughs> it's a lot of people I don't care about wrestling, apparently, at SummerSlam. <laughs> so should Brent go? I'm going either way, because I don't know. Did you uh, already Brent buy the tickets? He... Brent, did you buy tickets? No, we haven't bought tickets. I'm probably not going to go if Brent doesn't go, but we'll see. I think you should just go in then, Brent. Yep. I mean, you're not coming in just for this. You're here for another reason too. You'll be in the city, so don't 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 play it like that. What do you what are you in the city for? Oh, don't say. Don't say. Colonoscopy or something embarrassing. No, no, because not every listener was invited. So, uh, you know, if we if we made this public, there'd be a lot of people showing up. Or is not every person on the show invited? <laughs> You're gone. You're gone back to the desert. When is this? <laughs> it's, a, it's a Trevor going away party. After you leave, we throw a party. <laughs> He's say, gone. Thank God. He's gone. For got rid of that months. asshole. Yes, got rid of him. I'd say go, Brent. And you're already in the city. Mm-hmm. Go. Go. What else Come are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Go home and play Nintendo? Yeah. Sure, yeah. some jugglers will be there. Get our pictures taken with them. We can split a popcorn together. Aw. <laughs> you can write it off as a business expense. <laughs> I'd say go. If you're in the city, you got to go. Maybe I'll go if Carter will smuggle in a drink. Oh, I've smuggled Pop in bottle. popcorn and drinks and everything. Aren't man. you allowed to bring food oh. into the theater now? No. No, that's for sure true. No, for sure, Trevor. That's how movie theaters make money. You're allowed to bring food into theaters now. You can even order pizza into a theater. Yeah. Um, Trevor's right. You were for sure. There was a time. Yeah, absolutely. You were allowed to bring food into a theater. Oh, this is... Are you sure about this? Totally! I've done it! I brought sushi into the theater! In your backpack? Yeah, they no. don't exactly pat you down. No, I walked in with it from the mall! Well, maybe that high school kid didn't feel like getting into a fight that night with obviously maybe, maybe intimidating you know presence such with as him. yourself. Okay, I've got an idea for one last real thing today. Okay, what do you got? I want to take us back again to 1904. Okay. This involve a bear... No, this is Whenever you go old, I'm scared because okay. I think a bear is going to kill a bunch of people. No. The 1904 St. Louis Olympics slash World's Fair. Okay. Oh, I love this. Yeah. There were, some, there were some classy moments. Gymnast George Iser, he got six medals, including three golds, even though he had a wooden leg. Where is he from? Want to say American? Oh, it was rigged. 
But you okay. can just take that. Take Trevor's question out because I don't know it at all. So wooden leg man wins medals. Yeah. Wow. One yeah. One, one, one door closes. One door closes. Just remember, but but then the World's Fair sort of got in the way. Some of the bigger events were like the Anthropology Days at the World's Fair, where they took black athletes from the Olympics Uh-oh. and had a group of savages competing in a, a variety of feats, like greased pole climbs. <laughs> Ethnic dancing and mud slinging. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just for sad. just like the white St. Louis crowd to enjoy and have a good time watching. Just for entertainment. Yeah. The Olympic marathon was sort of like the. The absolute disaster show. Okay. You'd think a marathon would be pretty simple, right? It's like, okay, we're going to have a marathon. It's classic. We're bringing these Olympics back. USA for the first time. So let's connect these things, the old ones, the modern ones. But this one just ended up being a complete mess. A marathon? What's so hard about a marathon? It almost... There was a large debate afterwards. Should the marathon even be in the Olympics anymore? So there was a few runners who had been in, like, and won the Boston Marathon or done well, but most of them were just, like, it was basically if we decided to run a marathon. They just got people to run it. Yeah. Oh, they just said, hey, they all got on to go for a run? Mm Mm-hmm. One of the Americans did all his training at night because he was a bricklayer by day. Oh, that's an Olympian. Yeah. He got a shot in the Olympics by placing in a special five-mile race. As you know, five miles to marathon, pretty comparable. Same. <laughs> Just Especially same after thing. brick. Was he bricklaying the day of the event in the Olympics? Yeah. There were 10 Greeks who'd never run a marathon, but you know Greek. They're Greek. Greek. Yeah. <laughs> they could do anything. From the Olympics. Yeah. I'm guessing there were no Kenyans yeah. yet. Two men of the Suwana tribe of South Africa. Oh, that's who are part of that world's trade. That's who are part of that done. exhibit. That's over. And who arrived at the starting line barefoot? Done. That's even better. Okay. And a Cuban, a Cuban national, Trevor, who was a former mailman. <laughs> well. Who raised money to come to the U.S. by just running around Cuba. Well, this guy He'd wins. Like, hey, he can run pretty good. He it's just ran all the time. He just ran all the time around Cuba. Yeah. Oh, he's got he to win. New or- yeah. Then he got to New Orleans, lost all his money on dice. That's a good way to lose all your money. Not like a stock investment, but I lost the dice. I was dicing it. I would, that, you know, that'd be, if I were to lose money, that'd be the way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he showed up for the race wearing a long sleeve white shirt, pirate shirt, dark pants, a beret, and some old-timey street shoes. That's not going to go well. No. Do you know how much blood there would be? Someone at least least cut his pants down to shorts, though. I thought there was going to be the, oh, let's give you some shoes, but no. They made it, but they at least gave him capris. 
So this is the comp. So you are saying there was a chance that we could have won that marathon. Mm-hmm. Damn. Who won? Are you going to tell us all about it? Sure. Do you have it a recap? Started at three. Yep. It started at three in the afternoon. Yes. Hundred degree heat. Perfect. High humidity. Perfect conditions yeah. for a marathon. Do they even have <laughs> water stations? I'll get to that. <laughs> Roads inches deep in dust. Several really, seven really long high hills thrown in. Good. Cracked stone across the roadway. Just sort of loose, big, you know, loose big pieces of stone, which is what you want. Two water stations at the six and 12 mile points. Oh, what about the last 12? Yeah. You're on your own. And the 12th and the second one was a well. <laughs> so you had to go take, get your own cranker up. So they didn't have people like, yeah. yeah, I guess, you know, people back, you know, had to, you know, they had their own things to worry about, like farming and stuff. So they weren't going to yeah. stand out there given. Uh, well, actually, it was because James Sullivan, the organizer of the games, he wanted to minimize fluid intake to test the limits and the effects of purposeful dehydration. Well, I can. Couldn't he read a book? They did have cars, though. Like, they had the cars running with the people. But, yeah, driving ahead of everybody on these dirt roads. Kicking up dust. Coughing spells. (laughs) (laughs) Worst. (laughs) So the first near fatality was a California guy who collapsed at the road and was hospitalized with hem- hemorrhaging because the dust from the road had coated his throat and ripped stomach lining. So he almost bled to death. Inside, from breathing dirt. Yeah, from breathing in so much dust. One guy suffered a bout of vomiting and gave up. One of the South Africans was chased a mile off course by wild dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Felix, or Cuban, trotted in his... He was doing just fine in his shirt and shoes. And then he just stop and talk to people in like his jacked up English. So he would just stop one, and talk? Yeah. Yeah, one He's time. Probably he probably looking for a wife. Yeah. One time when he stopped the car, a car to talk to people, he saw that the people inside had peaches. They said no thanks, so he stole a couple peaches and ate them as he ran. They wouldn't nice. give him the peaches? No, so he stole them. And then just kept running. This guy, I like yeah. this guy so far. A bit further along the way, he stopped at an orchard and ate some apples, which turned out to be rotten. Oh, how's so that So he was go getting th- stomach cramps, so he had a nap. In the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> the leader, Sam Miller, started to have extreme cramping. He slowed to a walk and eventually stopped at the nine-mile mark. One of the Americans... Decided to hitch a ride with a car, <laughs> just waving at the other racers as they passed. Was he disqualified at least? We'll get back to him. That's Lortz. One of the early, early American favorites needed help at mile 10. He begged them for a drink. Like the support staff, they wouldn't give him a drink. No water allowed. But they sponged out his mouth with warm water. 
seven miles from the finish, his handlers fed him some mixture of strychnine and egg whites. Strychnine? Isn't that poison? It's a stimulant. Okay. Strychnine? Technine? <laughs> strychnine. There were no rules about PEDs at the time, so that was okay. <laughs> he also got some brandy. Oh, nice. Oh, that's what you need when you drink, when you run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brandy well, did everything for people back in that yeah. day. Yeah. Lortz, though, after his cramping, after getting an 11-mile ride, he hopped out and back onto the course and then won with a time of just under three hours. Holy. Yeah. But then somebody ratted him out and he said, hey, it was just a joke. <laughs> yeah, I was just joking around, guys. I wasn't actually going to run this stupid thing. So then there, our drug-taking friend Hicks, he heard that the other guy had been eliminated, so he got another dose. A and strict brandy nine. To, yeah, and, and a shot of brandy. He got some warm water to dump on his head. And over the last, let's see. He's got this one made. Special, right? Over the last two miles, he was running mechanically like a well-oiled piece of machinery. His eyes were dull, lusterless. The ashen color of his face and skin had deepened. His arm appeared as weights, well tied down. He could scarcely lift his legs, and his knees were almost stiff. <laughs> In the last mile, he started believing that he was still 20 miles away. He was begging <laughs> to lie down, begging for brandy. <laughs> Took two more egg whites, walked up the last couple hills, and then he got carried over the finish line by his trainers. That doesn't count then. <laughs> South African wins it. Okay. Then the next year, our cheater Lortz just won the Boston Marathon. Did he cheat on it? No, all on his own. So just nobody gave a crap about a marathon back then. No, I guess maybe it just wasn't his day. Or maybe he realized, whoa, this isn't so bad. I could probably do this. I'll, I'll practice for a few months and win it. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit long, but... Story time as a, as a marathon should be. Story time with Uncle Brent. <laughs> we got a theory. You see, Mike, we got a theory about magic and miracles. That's right. That's right. If magic is all we've ever known, then it's easy to miss what really goes on. But I've seen miracles in every way, and I see miracles every day. Ocean spanning beyond my sight, and a million stars way above them at night. You don't have to be high to look in the sky and know that's a miracle open wide. Look at the mountains, trees, the seven seas, and everything chilling underwater. Please, hot lava, snow, rain, and fog. Long neck giraffes, and pet cats, and dogs. And I've seen 85,000 people All in one room together as equal Pure magic is the birth of my kids I've seen shit that'll shock your eyelids The sun and the moon and even Mars The Milky Way of fucking shooting stars UFOs, a river flows Plant a little seed and nature grows Niagara Falls and the pyramids 
Everything you believed in as kids Fucking rainbows After it rains There's enough miracles Here to blow your brains I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay It tried to eat my cell phone He ran away And music is magic Pure and clean You can feel it and hear it But it can't be seen It can't be seen Music is all magic You can't even hold it Do you know they say recognize miracles? It's just there in the air Pure motherfucking magic, right? This shit'll blow your motherfucking mind. Music is a lot like love. It's all a feeling, and it fills the room from the floor to the ceiling. I see miracles all around me. Stop and look around; it's all astounding. Water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking magnets, how do they work? And I don't wanna talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. Solar eclipse and vicious weather. 15,000 juggalos together. And I love my mom for giving me this time on this planet. Take nothing for granted. I see